In today's episode, we're going to be focusing on skills, mindsets, and the tools that you need to succeed in the F&B industry. This is the second part in our series, and we're continuing the conversation with Gavin Varamutu. Welcome to the Zista Podcast, where we invite industry leaders and academicians to answer questions that students have within a particular subject area. We're focusing on F&B, and we're going straight into the session. Welcome back to the podcast, Gavin. We're delighted to welcome you back on the show. Thank you. Let's pick up the conversation from where we left. We were talking a lot about, you know, careers in food and beverage, uh, some of the emerging trends and innovations. Um, I wanted to ask you, Gavin, do you see F&B as a lucrative career to pursue in 2024 and beyond? In terms of lucrative, it really depends, you know. Um, lucrative is a word itself that comes with experience and time, you know. Of course, when we all know, when you look at the, the global um, pay scale for, for food and beverage, when you start as a waiter, or call me a waiter, going up to a captain, to a head waiter, it eventually takes the, it, it takes the ladder, it takes the time, you know. So don't expect a lucrative at the beginning, let's be honest. The, the food and beverage industry, it is a well-paying at one point, definitely. But what I also believe is the most important is you need to love it first. It's not given to everyone. You, that's just the harsh reality. It, it might sound harsh at the beginning when I'm saying it like that, but the total truth is you need to be passionate. Passionate why? Because you need to know what you're selling, what your experience you're giving to the guest, and why you're doing it. You know, Someone who is a foodie, I can tell you will be passionate explaining that dish to every single guest right now on the table. But it's not just finding a means to an end. You could see in, in the current years of the past, people were joining the food and beverage industry because for them, it was a simple, okay, I take a dish, I place it on the table, when I pet see, enjoy it to the guest. Nowadays, we create experiences. We need to understand the operational need of that. And it's very important. And also, like we said in the previous podcast, experiences di differentiates with technologies, with service. You know, we don't just bring a dish and serve. We have an experience. We have a storytelling to tell. So... It's really like, do you want to believe it or not? Yes, you should. You know, I'm not saying no to, to food and beverage in the industry. I'm saying yes, but you need to be passionate. That's the most important. Passion is the key word here, and you need to have it because that's really important if you want to survive and not only survive, but actually thrive. So let's assume there's a student of hospitality. Uh, they want to focus on food and beverage. What can they do to really succeed, to make it big? So, I mean, there's a lot of skills that can be developed. Let's not forget, um, all skills is taught and developed, okay? But there's something that I cannot teach, and that has to come within that person itself, is attitude. The attitude to learn, to grow, to thrive, has to come from oneself. The moment you have that, any F&B mentors, any F&B managers in the world will teach you every single skills that comes behind. And those skills are very simple, personal skills, which is all about uh, people skills, how you interact with the team, how you interact with the guest, and how you assist conflicts with clients as well. Because let's not be honest, even though you're selling experience, you cannot give the same experience to every single guest because every single guest has different expectations. So you might have pleased 100 guests tonight, but there's, well, there's one specific guest that is hard to, to attain. And it's all about how you handle that. So there is, of course, uh, management courses and courses on how handling guest complaints and how handling those kind of situations. 
But the moment you have the right attitude to learn, everything else becomes knowledgeable. And all of this comes with experience as well. So you might be a very good operational uh, leader, but handling those specific th experiences where handling a guest complaint or handling an issue all comes with experiences. And that you learn on the job. No books in the world can teach you that. Awesome. So you talked about passion earlier, and now you talked about attitude and attitude to learn. And yes, you, you can find a mentor within the industry who will help you to shape up, get all the skills that you need to succeed. And with the right attitude, you can indeed go far. Uh, talking about skills that are important to succeed in F&B, are there specific skills um, you know, the students need? Is there something they can do to fast track their career to make their way to becoming an F&B manager, for example? No, in the recent years, including myself, I'm a, I'm a 30 year old F&B manager. So I, I can tell you that the fast track is the first thing that every passionate F&B wants to do. You know, I want to be a manager fast. I want to be this fast. And you, you will have it. People will see it, you know, and, and you will grow. Don't get me wrong. But one thing that cannot be fast tracked is the proper growth of how to deal with experiences. Because you can have the, you can have the best mentor to teach you every single skills that you need to run an operation, but that years of experience, no one can take over to you. And this is where you be, I believe, and I always say, growth is important at the right speed, at the right pace, but everything comes in due time. Sometimes when growing too fast and not being able to handle the team or the pressure, this is where you see experience that takes over the confidence and all. And this is where it's very important. You know, Being confident is one of the most important, self-resilient, and again, interpersonal skills, which is how to deal with people. The moment you know how to deal with people, which is will be true people, which is your team and the guest, everything else comes to work. Because then you'll be able to satisfy both. Thanks. I think that's good advice, Any. Um, what I wanted to ask you also is, uh, is there any specific advice that I'd like you to give students who are currently starting hospitality or perhaps students who are thinking about starting their hospitality? What can they do to, you know, um, either from a mindset perspective or an attitude perspective, is, is there something that they can do to uh, prepare themselves to actually do well when they take up their first job? Sure, certainly. Um, if they know that they would like to join the food and beverage industry, nothing beats an internship or just an off internship, if you know what I mean. So myself, before joining the hospitality school in Switzerland and traveling for internships and all, I decided back home in Mauritius to, to go work in a restaurant with no experience or nothing because I knew I wanted to try. And of course, let's not forget, when you, when you just join those kind of things and you're doing those experiences, trust me, I was peeling two, 60 kilos of potatoes. That was my first day. And I went home, I'm not long, I don't want to do this. But then I realized like everyone had to start from somewhere. And, and then let's not forget all the biggest chefs in the world, they started as a dishwasher. And it's not something to put down at the people who's the stewarding, because let's be let's not be let's be honest, sorry, about that. The success of the restaurant is your back of house. It's all your stewarding. They're the one cleaning the pots, they're the one fixing all the things for you. They're the one giving you the tools in hand to prepare the best dish. So we should recognize them as much as we should recognize the front of house. So the success, yes, the chef gets the name and the recognition because they're the one that cooking the food. But you're the one selling the experience and selling the dish to the guest. Stewarding is the one making you the best dishes in terms of plates, pots, cutleries being washed and everything. So it's all a mindset of how to do it. But a real leader and a real, putting that way, mentor 
would have to access and all of that. So if the advice I would say is learn it from the scratch. You want to become someone, you want to learn, you want to be successful in the industry, understand every rule that makes a success of a restaurant or the food and beverage in that sense. So we're talking about the stewarding. Learn how the dishwashing, learn all the things. Learn why we use this chemical. Why at this temperature do we wash it? Is it because to kill more uh, the bacteria that is accumulated in there? And let's not forget, we're talking about service, food, cooking. There's all the thing to do with health and safety. This is what we call something called the, the FSMS and the HACCP. So all of that means you have to be taken into consideration. What is the right cooking temperature? It's not just about the taste. Oh, it needs to be cooked at 60 degrees because it tastes better at this time and you keep all the protein. It's also about the health. When you're serving a fruit to a guest, you're also taking care that whatever's going on to them is not going to get them sick. They're not allergic to it. So you need to know what you are serving as well. So in terms of carrier-wise, I believe that's why it's linked to hospitality. You need to be hospitable yourself. You need to know that you're ready to do that. And I remember on, on, on the first reporting we did a, a year ago, I, I mentioned it live on, on the screen and I was saying it and I would say it again. Guys, it's very simple. You need to know that when you're going to be serving those guests during those festive periods, the Christmas, the New Year's, the Easter holiday, all those holidays, you are going to be working on that day. So you're not going to spend time with your family. You're not going to spend time there. But you need to still create that joy for the guests and you need to be okay with that. You need to be saying to yourself, whilst they're enjoying, I'm also enjoying at work. Like even though it's festive, we're serving guests, I enjoy with my team. I make my team understand. Even though they're home away from their family, their kids and all of that, we need to be able to enjoy as a team. Because the moment you, you enjoy and you're happy yourself, that shows in your dish and that shows in your service. And since we're all human, let's not forget we're, we're not robots. We all have bad days, we all have good days. A bad day can, can put off completely the whole service. So what we do, we work as a team and we, and we send that person home, we send them there. We don't, it's all about how you work as a team. And the most important also, I didn't say it yet so far, but it's communication. You need to be able to communicate. Sure. And that is a very important skill. You, if, if you are able to communicate, anything can be run through it here. I think you gave some really good advice, you know, that point about being humble and grounded, learning skills from the ground up. Uh, learning every aspect of the job will actually set you up for future success. Yeah. I think uh, when when I was hearing you speak, Gavin, I can clearly sense that you are uh, in all aspects a really good manager. Um, you care for your staff. You you kind of empathize with them. Uh, you're also understanding while also being conscious of your deliverables in terms of service and guest experience. And I think uh, any person that has a chance to work with you is is fortunate. I, I can only say that I hope students do find good managers like yourself when they start their career, because if they do, then they're in good hands. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you once again, Kevin, for making time for us. We've really enjoyed this conversation and uh, we'd love to welcome you back on the podcast, given an opportunity, but thank you so much for making time and being here. Anytime, Amit. You're most welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Gavin covered so much ground. There's just so much that we can learn from the points that he covered. And he really gave very practical advice. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube to keep getting content like this. And follow us on podcast platforms like Apple, Google and Spotify. Our handle is the Zista Podcast. We're going to be coming back with some great content. Until we meet again, we'd say stay curious. <laughs>